Hey, it's Still Sober with John Rabin. Hi, guys. If you're a sober person, hope you're staying sober. If you're not a sober person, hope you're staying sane and warm. If it is cold where you are, it's, uh, I think it's, um, it's what we here in Texas consider cold. Um, but I think it warms up to 70 tomorrow. Jesus, is that right? Yeah. It's, uh, going right back to it. Uh, no, 60 tomorrow. 74 the next day then drops back to the 60s and then it's just kind of reasonably um you wear a windbreaker oh light jacket weather that's all right i suppose uh look i haven't mentioned in a while that i don't because if i don't care i don't mention it that 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 makes sense i've always said that i don't care about Uh, reviews you know rate and review this this podcast either you know apple or on spotify or wherever the hell else you can review it i it's fine i don't i've never really pushed for it don't care it you know we're we're gonna do this every week you either listen or you don't you either like it or you don't it's fine and i still mostly believe that. However, I was, I just casually looked at Spotify um, because it's, it's weird. You can't really tell like how much traffic you get with with stream. It's, it's just kind of vague about different things. So you got to kind of poke around and look around and downloads and streams, all that stuff. Um, if you want to get an idea, like, is this growing or is it, am I still treading water? Spoiler alert, still treading water. Um, it's fine. But, uh, there was a, there was a new rating that I hadn't seen for the podcast and it, and it rubbed me weird. I didn't like it because the, the rating I got was two stars. For the podcast. Two. Now here's why. I found that weird. Not weird. But why I didn't like it. Because typically. What I would like. Is I would like to even out. To about three stars. Like I would like. Every review. To either be somebody. Who really likes the podcast or somebody who's a hater. I want either five stars or one star. That's, I don't know. That just feels like the internet. When somebody picks two stars, what they're saying is, is that there was some substance to it, but it wasn't very good. Like it was too, I think it bothered me because it felt too honest. (laughs) What, two? Oh, come on, man. It also leads me to believe that they only listen to one episode, because if you listen to several episodes of this podcast or diary, if you will, um, it'll become quite clear that my intention is not to improve. That I'm going to just do this. That there's another reason that I do this, that um, 
the idea is it's a little bit of a, a sanity uh, check, but it's also my substitute for going to a meeting. It's the time that I spend once a week to reflect on my week in just in general um, and reflect on sobriety. If I, you know, if, if I don't have anything else like really pressing, that's, that's all, all up in, in my cranium, you know, then it's like, Hey, why don't we think about how my journey is going? Right. And so that's what I do every week. Kind of touch base, let you know how, how, how I'm doing, but if you're not listening, it's fine. I'm still getting out what I need to get out and talk about whatever. So it benefits me. And then it's like, and I hope that it benefits some of you out there. Um, if it does, and that's, that's just a bonus and that's great. I, and I love that. I mean, I, I enjoy that I get the occasional message of, Hey, I really appreciate uh, your perspective and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, so the 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 two stars to me is just like ah man, fucking Gene Siskel letting me know that it's just like well I thought that the direction of the uh, podcast was uh, was poor and the editing um, needs improvement, but there is some charisma in some of the characters. Uh, so if you feel so inclined, if you're going to, I'm not telling you to go and rate your review, you know, like, and subscribe or any of that shit. I'm just saying if you're going to either give me one star or five, let's, let's shoot for that. That way I can, I, I know what camp you're in. Also, I know the people who get my kind of, uh, my humor or just who, who get me like, I'll, you know, I'll have friends who will give me one star. I know. I just know they will be. So it's like, it's like this guy's the worst. Like I, 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 yeah, I, I, I know that. So, um, that's what I appreciate. I don't, let's stay out of the two, three and four stars area that it just give me four stars. Why'd you even show up? You know, three stars. is just like, well, you're on the fence. You're like, you're just saying, well, this is a podcast, which it really isn't. But like I said, it's it's like a journal. But uh, anyway, yeah, let's let's keep it let's keep it one or five. How about that? I have my uh, show next weekend. Apparently, I'm still booked there at the Velveeta Room. Uh, December 8th and 9th. December 8th of Friday, and I'm playing the 8 o'clock show. And then on the 9th, which is Saturday, I've got an 8 o'clock and a 10 o'clock. Um, it's not something that I promote very hard. Um, it's because it's it's on 6th Street. And a lot of my friends who you know would want to come see me, they're like, eh, let me know when you're playing someplace other than 6th Street. And I get it. Nobody wants to go on Dirty 6th. Um, at my age or at my, my audience's age, uh, especially if it's 
um, especially back well, back in the day when I had a an audience, like for a while, I had a following, and it was all our crew. It was just everybody in this kind of, and by crew, it's like, I'm talking about 50 people. It's like bar friends and all this just kind of group. And so they treated my shows like they treated, Hey, our band is playing down red river at room 710, or we're going to be at, uh, emos or we're going to be at Elysium. So let's all go hang out at um, El Cucaracha in the back of Jackalope, or we'll go hang out at Casino Camino, then we'll go over to the show. So that's what they would do, but they would do that for me. That's how you could tell for a few years there um, about, damn, what, 18, 17 years ago in the aughts? They, that was the whole thing. That's how you knew when I was headlining, because you would walk into the, into the Velveeta room, which sat about you know, max, probably 70 people. And you'd walk in and you'd just see um, like leather jackets, mohawks and cowboy hats. And you're like, oh, John must be uh, performing tonight. Um, it was just, uh, it was kind of interesting. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, time goes on and um, they age out of going out. <laughs> So often we don't hang out at C on Sixth Street anymore. So even now, and and considering actually post pandemic, Sixth Street has gotten worse. It's got a reputation now. I mean, you've even gotten people from New York, comics from New York, coming down and going, "Man, Sixth Street is out of control." Which is weird for anybody from New York to come here and go, "Man, the crime in Austin is just insane downtown." So I don't expect anybody to show up. In fact. It's going to be hard not to just go out on stage and go, why the fuck are you people here? Um, you know, but it's still there. I'm still excited because it's because uh, um, it's money and um, I get to try out my chops a little bit. Um, you know, it's it's been a minute since I've done that long of a set. So I'm going to try it out. Have a good time. Um, be really loosey-goosey with it. I'm really going to be just, uh, uh, I'm going to, I've always had a, um, a don't give a fuck kind of attitude on stage, but this is really coming from, I mean, to come from a spot where you just want to be funny, but you don't give a shit about furthering a career or, you know, developing to go a certain direction or whatever. You're just like, nope, let's just do this. It's, um, it's, um, there's, there's just some freedom to that. And, um, that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about playing around with that. Um, I have learned though that cause it's a different, cause I'm the old guy now and I am not in the loop in general about a lot of things. And it, I, you know, when you're younger, you think that uh, older people aren't in the loop because they just aren't with the times, man. They're not paying attention. And uh, it turns out that's not what it is. It's that you stop caring. You make, you actually voluntarily step out of the loop and just kind of stop paying attention to certain things. You're like, I do not care about this. So I'm not going to pay attention. Nope don't care. You just kind of just like, nope. 
and you move on and uh and it's, it's weird so i found that uh out with music talked about that a couple weeks ago about how like uh you know, a lot of hip hop fans and my temp workers that I was managing at work. And just, we just listened to a bunch of music that I've not heard. I have been out of that loop for the past 20 years. So I got an education going, oh, okay. Huh. I like some of this. I don't like some of this, you know, that kind of a thing. Turns out it's, that's, that's what's happening with comedy. For me because I do not get the newer comedy for me uh, people who do comedy who do a lot of um, they do a lot of crowd work they do that because their jokes are weak like the ones who actually this is what they do most of the thing they like to interact with the crowd yeah because they can get a bigger response it's kind of cheating it's just, but that's just what the newer generation does. And it's, it almost, I, I get it with how it appeals to the TikTok generation, like the short-term, um, short attention span crowd, you know, it's like, oh, he's interacting with me. You know, it's always interacting that this is something, this, this keeps my attention. I don't have to sit there and pay it, you know, and really listen to a joke and a story that takes over two minutes to tell, you know, wow, that's just, that's insane. I don't have to focus. It's just kind of, Hey, here we are. Just kind of here. Um, it's just not, uh, so it's not something that I, I get, but I at least admit and I'm aware that it's not for me, that I don't have to get it. I think that's what is going to separate me from being a bitter old man or hearing people who talk shit and hate on the younger people and on newer stuff, like people who um, talk shit about um, Matt Reif, the comedian who clearly um, works out a lot and probably has had, you know, plastic surgery on top of already being good looking, but he looks like he's, he looks like he's attractive, but also has had plastic surgery so that he continues to be attractive. He, he looks kind of alien. It looks weird. He's painfully unfunny to me, but he's very popular, which means that some people find him funny, but he, I am not his target audience. In fact, if you listen to interviews, he doesn't even like his target audience. He wishes he had a different audience. He wishes he had a more serious audience. If you listen to interviews that he has with people like Tom Segura or uh, Rogan or different people, like established older comedians, he's like, I wish I had your audience. And, and, and you just want somebody to sit him down and go, you can't because you're not good in that way. You're attractive and you've got good banter with the crowd. Your jokes are hacky and lame, but you've got this thing and you attract a certain audience and it's making you a lot of money. So just ride the wave. Don't, don't man, I wish I had fans with taste. Well, you don't. You have like tourists like you. 
people who don't normally listen to good comedians. And now granted, I've just basically bashed him the whole time, but you know, that's, that's the way, but I don't, but I'm not jealous of the guy. I don't care. I'm actually, cause the thing about it is that he didn't come up. People think he came from nowhere. He's been doing comedy for over 10 years. He's put in the work. He, it's not like he doesn't, he's just like, Hey, I'm hot. Put me on the stage. He's actually done the work. I don't find him funny, but I am not his demographic. And it's like, you find, you have to kind of sit there and go, eh, it's not for me. It's hard not to tell people when they go, what do you think of Matt Rife? Oh, I think he sucks, which is not accurate. I think I don't find him funny, but he's not going, hey, these are jokes that a 50-year-old who's done comedy for almost 30 years, who's listened to the best of the best, who's worked with the best of the best, who's been in those, you know, who has a... um, a discerning taste in comedy is going to get. Um, that's not who I am. I am not. That's not. That's not who we want. I mean, who he's going to attract, and that's fine. You know, it's the same thing that that happened with Dane Cook twenty years ago. He's like he's like Gen Z's Dane Cook. That's what it is. You know, he needs to ride the wave, know that the backlash is coming because he had this huge fast rise to the top. And know that the backlash will be swift and merciless. So, but it doesn't matter because you put all the money that you're banking right now and you keep that so that when people start hating on you in social media, you can kind of tell them to fuck off and keep doing. In fact, that's actually what will keep him going is if he doesn't apologize for anything and just continues to be him. In fact, the one thing that I'm already, you know, I'm already seeing the backlash about, you know, people, about some of his jokes and stuff. And it's like, it's like, guys, quit doing this. You're going to make me like him. Because nothing will get me more on your side than a, than an unnecessary, overwhelming, you know, mob mentality backlash onto you. That, that'll get me on your side quicker than anything. You know, I'll start looking and going, wait a minute, what are you saying? Okay, now what really happened? Oh, you're, you're kind of being emotional and you're getting, you, you, you picked up the torch and the pitchfork and you're going towards the monster, but he's not really a monster. You're just, you're just in it with a bunch of group because you like to be part of a crowd. So, but it's nice. It's nice to be aware because that, that'll keep you from sounding like a bitter fuck. I don't need any help. I'm, you know, I'm already a fuck and I talk shit, but it's, 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 I, I'm just trying to keep the bitterness out. And I think, honestly, I think it's the, um, the recovery part, like the therapy in recovery and working on myself, I think that's actually kept me out of, um, out of bitternessville and just into uh, curmudgeon land. You know, I'm just kind of a cranky. I don't mind being cranky because cranky's funny to me. That's why I lean into it. I find it funny. Not a lot of people do. I've definitely mentioned that. Not everybody finds me hilarious. They should, but they don't. 
Anyway. All right, before I go, let me give you uh, uh, some encouragement. Know that you are not alone in feeling that everyone around you, that the world is losing its mind and you're the only one holding it, keeping it together. You're not. There's a lot of us out there that are also feeling the same way. And that is just the news. That's just social media. That's just everybody having opinions about things they don't know anything about. Nobody's, people are afraid to admit that they don't know something. And we need to get back to not knowing shit. You know, I know what I do not know. You know, (laughs) Um, know that you are not alone. It feels lonely. The um, the way things are being designed um, to make money, everything's designing. Uh, everything seems to be slowly heading towards. Hey, why don't you stay home? You can work from home. You can shop from home. You can entertain yourself from home. Home, home, home. I love staying home. I do, but that's because I go to work every day in a warehouse, and I love that. I love interacting with a few people during the day who put up with my bullshit, and then I come home. But you got to get out. Because when you get out and you interact with people, you know, you don't have to make a bunch of friends. But just, I don't know, just interacting with people, not in the stressful situations. Don't try to go to a, you know, restaurant during peak hours. Don't try to go to a a, a grocery store on Monday, you know, or like at six o'clock and expect uh, everybody to be chippy. But just, I don't know, going through, when you go out and about, most people are going to be decent and normal. You just kind of, that's how you, you know, it's people are not on the right and the left. People are just people and they just, they have opinions and they typically don't air those opinions when going around day to day, face to face with other people. Just, you know, if things feel kind of crazy, just realize that there's a bunch of people. The majority of us are not losing our goddamn minds. We're watching, Everyone sound like they're losing their minds. Um, but a lot of this shit's always happened. We're just not normally getting a direct live feed of thoughts from people about certain things. Like, like it's always been crazy. Like the world's always been crazy. There's always been some shit going down somewhere. But you just didn't know about it because you didn't have a direct, you know, live video feed or, you know, just any kind of uh, feed at all of what's going, what's going down everywhere. It's going to be all right. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just life. You know, you just got to, things are too crazy Try to recognize if you're isolating yourself too much. 
Because if you're in your own head, you can start picturing the world as a certain way based on your perspective because you're not bouncing off how you feel off of anybody around you. It's just you going off of things that you're watching or, you know, that you're reading, you know, through your phone or through your laptop or whatever. It's good to get out, get some air, see other people just living their lives. Like, oh yeah, just like I'm living my life. It's, it's, it's going to be all right. Just breathe. Don't forget to breathe. All right. Still sober pod at gmail.com for any questions or comments that are positive to neutral. By the way, there is bad shit that's happening. And, you know, and there always is. You know, life is up and down. But, uh, it's going to happen. But just know the big picture. It's going to be all right. All right. We'll see you next week. Later. Bye.